0: Good morning, people of God. This is Apostle Shirley Evans coming to you today, October 15th, 2020. Today is Thursday. The time is 1017 a.m. I pray that all is well with you. I just love Jesus, and I hope you love him, too, because his love is not jealous. He loves all of us. And so we normally have our worship and the word that the Holy Spirit will give to us. So Father, this morning, as your word declares in Romans 12 and 1, Father, according to your word, I present my body, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable in your sight, Lord, your word says in 1 John 1 and 9, if I confess all my sin that you will show me in my heart and your power within me, you show it. And so I turn away from those sins. Thank you for giving me, loving me, showing me the way, Father. Lord, I thank you for the peace of God and pass it all, understanding the going of God Everyone's heart and mind who received this this morning or whenever they receive it. Lord, I ask you to put the words on my lips that I will speak to your people. Father God, I ask you to take away every evil thought out of my mind, Lord. God, I ask you right now in the name of Jesus to let me decrease and let your Holy Spirit increase in me as you minister to your people. Father, we thank you for a fresh word every day. Your word says, give us this day our daily bread. So Holy Spirit, I say that you will have your way today. Yesterday is gone. Today is a new day, a new time and tomorrow may never be mine Lord for my sake teach me to take one day at a time one day at a time sweet Jesus that's all I'm asking of you Lord give me the strength to do everything That I ought to do. Yesterday's gone. Sweet Jesus. And tomorrow may never be mine. Lord for my sake. Teach me to take. One day at a time. Heavenly Father I really really appreciate you. I appreciate you heavenly father i appreciate you heavenly father i appreciate you i love you adore you you live right inside me heavenly father i appreciate you son of god what a wonder you are, son of God, what a wonder you are, I love you, adore you, I bow down before you, son of God, what a wonder you are. He is an awesome, awesome God. And we should pant after him, as the deer panted. As the deer panted for the water, so my soul longed after thee. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long. To worship Thee. You alone are my strength, my shield. To you alone doth my spirit yield. You alone are my heart's desire and I long to worship you you're my friend and you are my brother even though you are my king i love you more than any other so much more than anything. You alone are my strength, my shield. To you alone doth my spirit yield. You alone are my heart's desire and I long to worship you. I want you more than gold or silver only you can satisfy. You alone are the real joy giver and the pull of My eye, you alone are my strength, my shield. To you alone doth my spirit yield. You alone are my heart's desire, and I long to work. Ship you, and I long to worship you. Isn't he wonderful? Wonderful, isn't he, Counselor Almighty God? Isn't he? Isn't he, isn't he, isn't he, isn't he, beautiful, beautiful, isn't he, Prince of Peace, Son of God, isn't he, isn't he, isn't he? You are my hiding place You always fill my heart With songs of deliverance Whenever I am afraid I will trust in you I will trust in you let the weak say i am strong in the strength of the lord i will trust in you i will trust in you let the weak say i am strong in the strength of the Lord and his majesty and we ought to worship him. Majesty, worship his majesty unto Jesus be your glory, honor and praise majesty kingdom authority flow from his throne unto his own his anthem raise so exalt lift up on high the name of jesus magnify come glorify Christ Jesus, the King. Majesty, worship his majesty. Jesus who died, now glorified, King of all kings. Jesus who died, now glorified King of all kings. And yesterday I walked around my yard for the third time and my feet knocked up to something hard. And when I looked down, it was an avocado on the ground, which really shouldn't be there because that tree only had about eight or 10 and I'd given away like five and I kept the rest and I didn't see any more on that tree at all. But when I looked, there was the avocado looking right at me and I'm looking at it. And that's when I walked from there, I picked it up and I, okay, God, here's another seed. And I walked and I saw all the, I was looking at the papaya tree and then I sent out pictures of the little seed, but the glory was in the seed, which is the papaya tree, which produces the fruit, and many fruit is on that tree, which produces more trees, and so the glory is in the seed. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. So I had a wonderful time in the in the garden just worshiping God and moving from place to place in the garden all I could hear is songs worshiping in me that's that's the Holy Spirit just just I mean I was embracing and just loving those moments with him. I come to the garden alone with me and he tells me i am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known he speaks and the sound of his voice is so sweet, the birds hush their singing, and the melody that he gives to me within my heart is ringing. And he walks with me, and he talks with me. And he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known. So if you put the seed in the right soil, and the right environment it will produce and you will really see the glory of the tree on display hallelujah praise the lord and so i was having a wonderful time yesterday i was seeing the trees i was seeing the different part of the garden i was just worshiping i was seeing the birds i was seeing the butterflies I was also seeing the bees, I was seeing the lizards, I was seeing all of creation, blessed be the name of the Lord. And so as I was about to turn and come inside, I heard the song. If you want to see the glory of the Lord, lift up your hands and praise the Lord if you want to see the glory of the lord lift up your hands and praise the lord praise him in the morning praise him in the evening praise him when the sun goes down praise him in the morning lift up your hands and praise the lord so I was seeing the glory of the Lord. And I just went, I, instead of coming inside, I continue outside in the area of the my garden of prayer. And I was just all glorifying God. If you want to see the glory of God. And then I looked at the banana trees who have the bananas hanging on it. as like, if you want to see the glory of the Lord. Lift up your hands and praise the Lord. Don't just stay inside the house. Go outside and see his glory. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Look at yourself and see his glory. Look at yourself and see how he can bring glory out of you. If you want to see the glory of the Lord, lift up your hands and praise the Lord. Praise him in the morning. Praise Him in the evening. Praise Him when the sun goes down. Praise Him in the morning. Lift up your hands and praise the Lord. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him. Jesus Blessed Saviour, He's worthy to be praised. Praise Him, praise Him, praise Him, praise Him. him, Jesus, Blessed Saviour, You're worthy to be praised. Glory, glory, in all things give him glory. Jesus, blessed Savior, he's worthy to be praised. God is our rock rock of salvation a strong and mighty fortress in him will i obey praise him praise him praise him praise him him. jesus Blessed Savior, he is worthy to be praised. In all things give him glory. He is worthy to be praised. And of course, we are speaking about his glory, the nature of his glory. Man, what an... Now, I'm sure that I I would be very careful to throw away a seed. Because there's life in the seed. But you wouldn't know that unless you planted it. And the life inside will break forth and come out. And you will see the glory of God. There's life in us. But we don't want to go through the breaking. Oh God, in other words, let us yield ourselves to you to break us. So the glory could be revealed, which is in us. We are this treasure, an earthen vessel. The glory of God. It will be seen from sea to sea, from nation to nation. God is about to step out in His glory. It shall be seen over us. You watch it. The Master's Masterpiece. I looked at it yesterday and I like, God, you're so awesome. Open my eyes, Lord. That I can see Jesus. To reach out and touch him. And say that I love him. Open my ears, Lord and teach me to listen open my heart Lord I want to feel Jesus open my eyes Lord I want to see Jesus open my eyes some more that I will see things that I never seen before we're talking about his glory Jesus is so so awesome in the beginning was the word and that word was manifested and they call him Jesus his name Jesus Jehovah Jesus then God said see after the world's after he spoke after six days speaking the worlds into existence and bringing forth the lower forms of life in all their infinite variety. Like I said, I walk around the yard in different variety of life. God prepare. God prepared for the climax of his grand and divine design. Then God said, let us make man, you and I, let us make man in our image, in our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. You know, some people buy some pictures and say that's Jesus and that's God. God is spirit. So I don't know how they could take a picture of a spirit and hang it up and say, Oh, I lay down and when I look up at Jesus, my picture right over the bed. No. No. The image is the spirit. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, and over every living creature that moves on the ground. That's Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. Now, I want to say this again. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. He created them. So the When he created them, Eve was in Adam. (laughs) Then God blessed them. So Eve was blessed before she came out of Adam because they were them. She was in him. God blessed them and said to them. So that means when God was speaking and saying to them, Eve was in there listening. What a blessed Jesus. She was right in him, listening. is amazing? A thought just came to me that when you're pregnant with a baby, the baby is inside of you, but the baby has ears to hear, and so the baby is listening. Hearing every word you say, that's why you ought to be careful when you're pregnant, would you speak? God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Man, you know, this is what God said. to rule over the living creatures is move on over the ground. Yet, I don't know about you. But I still am praying and asking God to take away the fear from me from being walking and all of a sudden I see a snake. <laughs> so I have authority to speak to it and say, go that way. And I've exercised that on many occasions. That doesn't mean that I'm not fearful. I don't like them. When God set out to create man, he purposed, he purposed. To fashion a creature that was unique, unlike anything else he had made. These verses that I just read revealed two characteristics of man that set him apart from the rest of God's created order. I don't look like a mango tree. I don't look like an avocado tree. First, man was created in the image of God himself. And second, he was created to have dominion over the earth and all other life on it. God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. The word image means like likeness. Let let me make it like like me. Okay, if I'm pregnant with a baby, I'm not going to bring forth an apple tree. I'm going to bring forth a child in my image. Get me? Re- resembling me. You know, like how you could see someone say, Oh, is your mother so and so? You look like her. You have the characteristics of her. You have to be Miss So and so, child. You represent her. So we are to represent God on earth. Of course, when we turn from sin. It's the same word used elsewhere in the Old Testament for idol. Since God is spirit and man is flesh, our likeness to God is not in physical resemblance. Rather, God has endowed us with spiritual intellectual and moral likeness to himself. As I said, God is spirit. Being created in the image of God means that he gave us his moral and spiritual nature. See, there's another one of you that you have the flesh, but you have the spirit man inside of you. Okay. I was trying to illustrate something the other day to someone and I said, okay, If I give you a coconut that I took off the tree, the hard bark outside, you can't, your teeth can't go through that. You have to break away that. And after that, there's another shell inside of that. And then you can't eat the shell, but there's three eyes on that coconut. And one is a soft eye. And when you, when you pass through the soft eye, you will get the water out of it, which is very good for you. But if you don't do that and you just break it open, all the water will pour out. Well, you know, that's how he wanted to be broken for, our, for the oil, for the glory to, 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 to pour out. Okay. Um, and so he gave us moral and spiritual nature. So even when we, when we die, this earthly flesh drops off. It's a spirit man that goes to God. In other words, God created us to be like him in nature, character, and attributes. We were made to be like God in another way as well. Because God said, let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Just as God is sovereign and rules over all his creation. He created us to have dominion over the earth. Ruling it as his co In other words. In other words he is given the power. To rule. To have dominion. By God's design, we were created for rulership. That also is what it means to be made in the image of God. So God said, let there be. Why are we not saying let there be? We have the power. Once he had finished forming the earth with all its natural resources, And all its sea, plant, bird, and animal life, God said. Now it's time to produce someone to take care of this planet. We don't do a good job. Some of us try. So God placed us here. Placed Adam there to take care of that garden. My garden, my little garden, If I do not take care of it, it'll look like a forest and nobody want want to be hooked up in a forest with all bramble bush and all of that. You have to take care of it. So here comes, we also have to take care of us. Now it's time to produce someone to take care of the planet. So he created man. Somebody said one time, "Oh, Adam." In that time, Adam Adam didn't have to do nothing just sit and wait for God to come. That's not true. Adam was working. The word Adam The word Adam could mean us, mankind. In Genesis chapter one, verse 26 to 27, it is used in the plural sense. God created all of humankind to hold dominion over the earth. He built into us the attributes, the character and the drive to subdue and rule the natural order. If the glory of a bird is to fly, because I saw the birds flying yesterday in all its glory. And the glory of a fish is to swim. Well, people go and see and some people could swim. But That really ain't their glory. Then the glory of man is to be like God. And to rule like God. In fellowship and harmony with God. The birds was not made in the image of God. The trees were not made in the image of God. Only man was made in the image of God. So when people come up here and say, you're like a monkey. No, I'm not like a monkey. A monkey was made in the image of a monkey. Man was made. Man alone was created in the image of God. It is this built-in God-given capacity for rulership that causes people in any culture to be so burdened under slavery or oppression when you try to oppress someone. You know, somebody said to me the other day, uh, they're working in this workplace and, and they were praying God, please deal with these people because they're oppressing us. And I said a couple of days ago, I said, "You you need to I don't want the person to tell the boss that, but I said, you know, the boss probably was in another part of the world when slavery was abolished. So people are still trying to enslave people and oppress people. We were not created to be slaves. We were not. we were created to rule over the created order notice that the dominion of man includes the earth and all plant and animal life on it not to dominate people ruling over other human beings particularly in an oppressive manner is not within the original god-given jurisdiction of any person human government of laws was a necessary consequence of man's fall. I always tell people the law was made for the lawless. It was instituted by God to protect the innocent and the helpless and to restrict the spread of sin. Suppose we didn't have any law, (laughs) it would be havoc but it was made for the lawless. God created us uniquely in his own image, possessing his nature and glory and attributes. Since all humans were created to rule the earth under God's overall sovereignty, it would be a contradiction for him then to decree that any of us should be relegated to a life of subservience to anyone else. God is the king of creation, the Lord of the universe and the owner of all things. He is the power of all powers. He is almighty. He's awesome. He's invincible and untouchable. God is God. And he took a little part of himself and poured it out into us. You remember when I was saying the other day about let us pour out the love on others? He poured out his love on us. That means that whatever we have, we got it from God. Everything God ever intended us to be, it's in us. Virtually infinite potential hidden inside these early bodies. But the thing about it is, you know, one time I went to a church, it was called a potential church. And that's when the Holy Spirit gave me a revelation as I was coming outside. And and he said, see, all these people, they have the potential. Then he said, you know, just say, for instance, someone might like to do gardening. So they have the potential to be a gardener. But if they don't go out there and get a cutlass, a lawnmower and rake and go and do it, what use is having the potential? You might have a potential, the potential of baking a cake. It's all in your mind. But if you're not acting it out, what good is it God created us to have dominion over the earth. Anything less squanders our potential. All creation displays God's glory, but only man was made in God's image. Birds display God's glory, but they were not created in his image. Plants display God's glory, but they were not created in his image. The earth displays God's glory, but it was not created in his image. Of all the created order, man alone possesses the spirit and capacity to subdue the earth and rule over it. In man alone resides the image of God, the unique stamp of God, our creator, that sets us apart from every other creature. And so, in the art world, the critics and experts, they're always on the lookout for imitations. You know, like we, we try to imitate somebody else too. We try to dress like someone else. We try to talk like someone else. But we need to be us. Because people will see that were fakes. To the amateur and untrained eye, a fake can easily be mistaken for a genuine masterpiece. There are art forgers. they're skillful, they're money forgers too. An expert, however, can readily identify a genuine original. For someone who knows what to look for, the telltale characteristics of any particular master are unmistakable in his or her work. In financial institutions, tellers and others who regularly handle large amounts of money are trained to recognize counterfeit currency. I remember one man said when he was on the world doing all kind of nonsense, um, a, a group of them used to make money and it made it look like the real thing and they got away with it until one day they got caught. They learned the skill not by studying examples of counterfeit bills, but by studying the genuine article. Once they have thoroughly learned what the real thing looks like, they can easily identify a fake when they see it. Could you identify a fake preacher? Can you? Can you identify a fake prophet? Can you? Yeah. Well, see, if, if the tellers and the bankers could discern what the fake money is, we need God to sharpen our discernment to discern fakers because there's a lot of fakers in this world okay you get um, let's say you can have the real tea I'm not saying real tea I'm talking about tea or coffee and you could get the genuine one but you could get the fake which almost tastes like it but if you're that sharp enough you'll say uh uh this is not the real thing This has been diluted, diluted. Human beings are God's representatives on earth. He created us in his image. You know, people are just changing themselves. You you see, there's some people that you know, they were black, you know, they were black. Couple of months later, you get a picture and you wonder, is that my child? Wait a minute. And then not only the picture, then you see the person and be like, how did they get like that? Because they bleached and bleached and bleached and turned themselves. But they're not real. They're fakers. Human beings are God's representatives on Earth. He created us in his image. We are not fake imitations. We are genuine masterpieces painted by the hand of the master artist. We are not counterfeits, but the genuine article. No other creature in all creation has that distinction. Sin has distorted God's image and hidden it away under a lot of worldly junk. So we are hard to identify as God's original masterpiece. He has the power to dig down and cut through the junk to expose the glory. The telltale characteristics of his hand. That hides in each of us. He wants to display us as the masterpieces we are. You remember in um, in Jeremiah chapter 18. The pottery was marred in the hands of the potter. And he broke it again. And he made it again. He didn't like the way I would look and he broke it again. And he made it again for his glory to be seen. So yeah, we are those um, um, vessels who need to be broken so that he can make us over and over and fashion us for his glory. That's why his glory is so important. Nothing is more important than the glory of God. Nothing. If you want to see the glory of the Lord, lift up your hands and praise the Lord. If you want. That's if you want. Everything in creation, plants, animals, birds, fish, the oceans, the mountains, the multiplied millions of stars within our own galaxy, the millions of galaxies scattered throughout the infinite expanse of space. Like I said the other day, when I went to the island, and I was able to see the glory in the, in the night. There was no street lights. All I said, beautiful stars. It was just awesome. All of this was designed with God's glory in mind. God is a creator. And creativity cries out for expression. So God created a vast universe through which to express himself. All of creation exists to express, to reveal, to display, and to manifest the glory of God. Sometimes you need to go outside late in the evening, just before it gets dark, and look up. And then stay there until it gets darker and look up. The funny thing is, it took me three years before I really... Listen, I never stood out on my balcony late in the evening and looked up and one time someone called me and they were coming to town and they wanted a place to stay and i said you you can stay here they were staying for two weeks and one evening i went outside and sat down on the balcony and she said you see that i said see what and she said the tower over there tower i didn't even realize the tower was not too far from me but if you never look up you can't see it so when i looked up not only did i see the long tower but i looked up in the heavens and oh it's such a beautiful sight just to sit out there and you get so much revelation i mean that night i got a revelation that the sun was asleep and the moon is now awakened Because there was the moon in full display of its glory. And the revelation was the sun is now asleep in this part of the world. And the moon is now awakened. The sun is is awakened some other part of the world. Sometimes we need to just look up. If the most important thing to God is his glory, it is also the most important thing to us who were created to live with him and rule under him as stewards on earth. We were created to expose God's glory, but in a way different from the rest of creation. God's original and unchanging desire for man to expose his glory in a way that no other creature could. That's why he created us in his image. God designed human beings to be the ultimate expression in creation of who he is and what he is like. So we are unique. Not even the angels in heaven were created in God's image. We never read that anywhere. We can fulfill our purpose as carriers and exposers of God's glory only As long as we live in the right environment and maintain the right relationship with Him. When I looked at that papaya tree, it's in the right environment. The soil is rich. I never watered it. The soil is rich. It is the, the right air. God sends the water from heaven to water it. We have to come out of the environment of sin to fulfill our purpose. We can fulfill our purpose as carriers of the glory and exposers of God's glory only as long as we live in the right environment and maintain the right relationship with him. Do you know, if you send a two year old to Mexico, which speaks Spanish, That environment, that child is going to take on what's going on in that environment and it won't be speaking no English anymore. It will be speaking the language of that environment. The religious answer to the question was why did God create us? Is to worship him. Our true purpose is to display God's glory. That, however, is what true worship is all about. That's it. Worship is not something we go to Sunday school for or we go to Sunday church for. Worship is not something we go to on Sunday or on Saturday or whichever day or whichever night or whenever. Worship is a state that we should remain in all the time. Perfect worship is living continually in the presence of God, in the proper environment and enjoying continual fellowship with God. The proper relationship. You have to stay in fellowship with God. God created us for intimacy with him. That's what worship is, an ongoing intimate relationship with God. From the very beginning, God provided both the proper environment and the proper relationship in which the humans he had created could thrive and fully express their glory as beings living and working in harmony with him. At the same time, they would manifest the glory of God by becoming everything he created them to be. Sin marred both the environment and the relationship. Man failed to realize his glory and thus distorted the image of God in which he was made sin. God's glory was so important to him that he would do whatever was necessary to protect it. God's glory was so important to Adam, to man, that he would do whatever was necessary to protect it. God's love for his highest creation was so great that he would do Whatever was necessary to restore sinful man to his original position of intimate relationship in the environment of his creators, of his creator's presence. But sin crept in. Sin crept in. So glory... Resides in every created thing. The glory of God is the full nature of God on display. God created everything with glory, everything. It just amazed me yesterday that I realize hey, I've been throwing away some seeds, and I never see the glory. Never. God created everything to manifest his glory, everything. And yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him because he was going to see the glory out of Jesus. (laughs) God is pleased when glory is seen. The glory of man is to be like God and to rule the God, to rule like God, in fellowship and harmony with God. Nothing, absolutely nothing, is more important than God's glory. And perfect worship, let's continue to worship it, is living continually in the presence of God and enjoying continual fellowship with Him. Listen, every spot that I move in my house, this, this worship. When I walk on any of the doors and there's one, two, three, four, five doors to my house to get outside. Every door that I step out and reach the outside of my garden, there's worship all over. But we have to have that full worship on the inside of us. And then we have to spread it on the outside. So when people come to the gate, they are, they something takes place even outside of the gate. There are times when I go to the gate and someone pull up at the gate and I'm in worship and praise and worship break forth right outside the gate. We are to display his glory, but you have to have the right environment for God's glory. And the presence of God is the perfect environment for our fruitfulness. If I didn't take that seed and put it that in environment, I would get no fruit. So, I'm sure you heard me recently um, talking about don't let no one take away your joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And so every living thing needs a proper environment in which to display its God-given glory. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for your word today. We thank you for this food today. Lord, give us this day our daily bread. And God, you've given us some food for thought today. Help us to stay in the right environment of worship and praise and giving honor and glory to you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, the hearers of of this teaching today, when they get these messages, I pray that all is well with them. And may your grace and mercy overshadow them. I ask you to keep them safe. May the peace of God that pass at all understanding guard their hearts and mind today. And Father, may the love that you have placed inside of them flow onto others. In the name of Jesus. We bless you. We praise you. We honor you lift up your hands and praise the Lord. If you want to see the glory of the Lord, lift up your hands and praise the Lord. If you want to see the glory of the Lord, lift up your hands and praise the Lord. Praise Him in the morning. Praise Him in the evening. Praise him when the sun goes down. Praise him in the morning. Lift up your hands and praise the Lord. Father, we praise you. We bless you. We honor you. We worship you. We glorify you. We magnify you. We exalt you today, God. We just bless you. God bless you. I love you. Stay safe. This is Apostle Shirley Evans and as you digest this word, I'm sure God is going to give you more revelation if you listen to his still small voice because he always speaks. Some people said, oh, he stopped speaking since the Bible was written. That's not true. God is still speaking. God is already here. Can you feel his presence? He's already here. All you have to do is open up your hearts for he is already here. He is here. We just have to listen to his still small voice. Have a blessed day. I love you.